0: Hey, hey, everybody, this episode of the Yalabad podcast is brought to you by Shopback, the
1: platform that allows you to earn cash while you shop online. And why are we talking about this? Because there's now the 99 sale that's going on and there's going to be crazy discounts, which already have been starting on 8 September. So just download the app in the link in the show notes to find out more about these discounts. And the last time we spoke about doing a giveaway of three Zalora vouchers from Shopback. And if you're one of those people who shared the podcast on Insta Stories, you might be one of our lucky winners. So look into your Instagram DMs to see if you got something from Ministry of Funny. And in the meantime, enjoy the podcast. What's up,
0: everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. But. Yala, but this is our we are, we are, we got some momentum. This is our third episode in like in like five days, six days. Is it, is it really? Think, is it really? I think so. Oh,
1: I, I think I, so. I think so. Yeah, I lost track already. Because yeah, time time flies when you're having fun. No, the truth is, that uh, there there's so many like interesting news stories every day. I'm just struggling to keep up these days, Uh Do you find Do you really, find yeah. that?
0: No, way. I mean nothing that, that that. I mean, it's a lot on the uh. There's a lot of there's a lot of chatter and like conspiracies and like nothing, nothing. I, sometimes I just want something ridiculous and mm-hmm. comedic, almost. But now everything is so serious. Don't you yeah. find that?
1: Uh, but I know you're a sucker for serious shit, la. I mean, I like. I mean, I I've, I I'm always able to find the humor in in drama and stuff like that. I, I try not to take things too seriously. So yeah, it is I find quite exciting. So you think saying I think you saying you're saying I take things too seriously, is it? You're very I mean I very what? very emotional. I'm very, very emotional. Uh.
0: <laughs> no lah I'm expressive. I express At least I have expressive. like I have like highs and lows in my voice.
1: Yeah, Not yeah, like yeah, yeah. you, like fucking just monotonous, just drone. It's the just it's your the voice your sex, uh, no choice. I need nonsense, to reach that. Uh, I nonsense. need to reach that pitch that that really causes your down there to vibrate. Uh, like <laughs> nonsense! If it wasn't for me, uh, I tell you, people listen to a podcast
0: of with like two Terrences. they uh, they fall asleep in five minutes. Yeah. Let me just rein you in, right there. Let me just
1: rein yeah. you in. <laughs> <Your> mercurial <laughs> ranting, as as evidence, why I but like mercurial comments. Mercurial ranting. And, and people yeah, respect me for for listening to your rants and being able to rein you in. People yeah. <laughs> have literally written that right. No, but they've also like made a lot
0: of like memes about how you shit on my ideas. Oh, yeah, like, so in, true, in fact, true. I could be I could be the one taking one for the team, you know. Mm, that's true. That's but true. but yeah, like like I mean, I guess the reason why I also I also feel like I need to talk is because yeah, like remember I told you that story of how hearing someone recognize me for my voice just made my fucking weak.
1: Mm, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's... you got to deal with that, man. I'm a fucking diva. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I, 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 I don't need to deal with. I, I, know this is what gets you, <laughs> keeps you alive, lah. Like, basically, it keeps
0: me like gets me up in the morning. Last time was YouTube and like oh, morning. you know,
1: people recognizing you on the streets. <laughs> now it's like, hey, your voice. I know your voice. Yeah.
0: Recognizing my voice. Yeah, yeah, I always
1: need to be recognized. Because not everyone wear masks yeah. or so so they can't. It's harder to recognize people, like, that is Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. So no, I, I was just, just asking my friend today.
1: Do you think? Do you think? Um, do you think people look? better now that everyone's wearing a mask I, I got no. this sense that because all you see is the eyes right then your your brain sort of fills in the second half right that's why mm. everyone's kind of hey, eh looks quite cool or better looking then until they take off the mask they're like oh shit Sian.
0: I mean I have, I have I have had some of that, those sort of experiences where I see mm. someone I'm like oh uh he or she is good, good looking and all that and they take out yeah like that's it doesn't match the expectations yeah, but yeah. overall I think I think it just looks like it feels like we are more uniform than ever lah. You know, there's one oh. thing about wearing uniform clothes but now uniform masks and like I've seen very few people kind of like really think about using the mask to express themselves like I don't know artistically or creatively. My mask has a coffee stain on it so mm. it looks like fucking white with some brown shit on it which isn't really a, a, the, the nicest thing to look at either. So mm. I just feel yeah, I just feel it makes everyone look uniform. You mean you for you the sense of mystery is kind of nicer.
1: Yeah, yeah, there is. There is that, that sense of like forbidden fruit, you know. You cannot see it so... The more all the more you want to see it, lah. And then it's like, like a bikini for the face, <laughs> yeah, uh, is it? yeah, a Bikini exactly. for the face. Faskini, yeah, <laughs> <Faiskini>, uh, <laughs> face skinny, basically. Then now you know they come Fox, out with the yeah. Arizm one I'm not plugging, but Uniqlo has the Arizm one. So it like fits really nicely and everything. No, it's but a nice I've colour. heard I've
0: heard I've heard bad things about that. Like it sticks to your face too much because it's literally like the Aerism. Uh
1: Does it? I mean I've been using it. I I find it very comfortable. Yeah. I, I, I now I don't even think about my mask so much anymore. Whereas last night I used oh, to. really? Like, yeah. I kept holding it open and everything. It was very troublesome. Again, this is not a plug, but yeah, there is some. Yeah. There is masks are awesome. Yeah.
0: But do you get do you get a headache from wearing the mask? No. I think I got sensitive ears. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Uh? Like he, f- heads off heads off to all those frontline workers who wear masks the whole day. I don't know. Like my mask, I it pulls on my ears and it makes my head hurt. <laughs> oh, I feel I feel like what a fucking. Fucking like weak ass, man. I remember even in army when, when the pick cap was like or the jockey cap was as like a little bit too small, right? Immediately, I, get hit, I got a headache.
1: Mm, yeah, The one your are a wuss. That one you're wuss. I got no Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's why I, I was expecting I don't you don't to be Yalabar a little more comforting, you. Like, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never plug. You never plug our podcast.
0: Yeah, okay, my plug, my plug. Yeah, yeah, my plug. Okay, I mean our plug. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, if you enjoy the podcast, if what we have said in the past few minutes even made you giggle a little bit, uh yeah, wh- why not share it with just one person because that's how our podcast has been growing very organically. Mm. We're still I think uh top top uh 8 8 or 7 uh on Spotify's top 100 chart. So it's nice that Once we crack the top 10, we haven't really left and we're very thankful for all the listeners that continuously keep us there. Yeah. Uh and yeah, now we just want to be fucking number 1, man. We want to be number 1.
1: I mean, I I, I I'm I, I don't I'm not chasing the numbers so crazily, la. But uh, the the truth is <laughs> The truth is uh, that the it's, it's nice that we're getting a lot of feedback that people really are learning. They feel like they're learning when they listen to our podcast, which is something I really never imagined when we started. Like, we just felt like two, two angry, uh, almost millennial boomers who, who wanted to just complain <laughs> about everything under the sun, like weddings and no, ang and, we literally, and all that.
0: We literally did the one thing that everybody thinking about starting a podcast is recommended to never do think that the conversations between you and your friend are interesting enough for people to want to hear it. <laughs> yeah.
1: It, know, when I see that, when I see that kind of comment, I'm like, hmm, yeah, I don't know whether, I yeah, can't say that's the that's, truth.
0: That's kind of like what we did. Like literally, yeah. if, you're, if you're listening now, the kind of things that Terrence and I talk about, uh, literally stuff we talk about over lunch. La. Mm. Of course, I'm a lot more humble and not as big a diva as I am in person because I'm actually a wonderful person who's really down to earth. But we still talk about the same shit la. Mm. and Terrence shits on me even more in public. Mm. Yeah, in mm. private, I mean in private. Yeah. Now all he seems like the 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 mellow one who's always reining me in. Fuck that shit,
1: man. All I gotta say is like last time, you know, all the shopping brands that need to all the e-commerce brands that need to put the word honest in their name, like honest be turned out to uh. <laughs> you know, turned out to become, you know, you know, the end of the rest of the story. That's an interesting story. Maybe we'll get to it one day. But actually, yeah, today's that, today's topic dream, yeah. is yeah today's topic is fucking interesting also. So it's okay it's since worth it's a deep fucking dive. interesting. Why don't you why don't you do the fucking introduction? Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, just just to set the context for everything. I We mean, we just gone yeah. through a very electric general election where, uh, issues about income inequality, about how we treat foreign workers, you know, in our midst, about pay for. For you know, um, essential workers, so to speak, who are doing a lot of menial menial work that that uh, other people don't want to do, like security guard, uh, domestic helper, things like that. Well, mm. just in that whole context, there comes this case um, of a very elite, uh, well known, well healed family. In fact, the chairman, I think the chairman, right of the Changi Airport Group, Liu yeah, Manliang, man. he and his family had actually reported their former uh, maid or domestic helper, who depends on how PC you wanna be. Their former maid, mm. uh, they reported her to the police in 2016, uh, two days after they dismissed her for suspecting that she had stolen stuff from the house. Uh. Mm. They reported her to the police as having, uh, after dismissing her as she was packing her stuff into three boxes, they said that she ended up packing a lot of things that belonged to the to the family, including uh, a lot of articles of clothing, you know, blankets, bed sheets, uh, even a DVD player, uh, long shawl bags, uh, Gucci sunglasses. So it's like stuff from from all every member of the family, you know, watches, stuff that was given from father to son and things like that. Mm, mm, um, mm. And so. And then ended up last year in March 2019 after three years, almost three years of fighting that case. Uh, and this was an Indonesian uh, domestic helper who was basically, she. For, okay, let, let's just go back the timeline a bit again. Some, I think sometime in October 2016. <laughs> I think you're too excited. I think you're yeah, too excited I, already. You're like, like
0: someone who can't, yeah, calm down, calm down, yeah. take your time, man. October your
1: 2016, time. basically uh, she was asked to leave and she was given two hours yeah. to pack everything. And in yeah. that two, hour, and she was very unhappy. So in, somewhere in in that packing, she mentioned that she was she's going to complain to MOM Ministry of Manpower that she was made to clean more than just her own employer's house. She was also made to clean employer's son's house and the employer's son's office. Then on hearing that, I think the family got a little bit disturbed, um, but they they still forced her to leave. And then she left mm. those ba- those boxes she was packing because she wasn't able to pack them fin- uh, finish packing them in time. And she asked the employer to send it back to her in Indonesia. Uh, mm. And then after she left, the family came together and then they discussed and apparently they said that, oh, what if there's illegal items inside these boxes? We mustn't send them out. So they actually opened up the boxes and inside those boxes, they found all these items that I mentioned earlier that... Uh, they later accused her of stealing. Ah. And then they, mm. they decided two days later to go and report that to the police. And so subsequently, when the, when that Indonesian maid came back to Singapore, because I think she was still, you know, she's still trying to find another job in Singapore. Lah. She came mm. back to Singapore, she was arrested on the spot. And for and this the next was December 2016, this, right? December 2016. And for the next mm. four years, she has she has been fighting this case. She's unable she has been unable to get employment. And basically this case has been her whole life and she's been hiding and she's been hiding this whole ordeal from her own family because it's so difficult. And finally, mm. just this past week, um, the Court of Appeals actually overturned the conviction of the thefts and the, the, the theft of all the items uh, mm. and came out with a in fact printed a hundred page or oh, 104 page um, judgment report lah, from this High court judge about how the entire trial, what, what the trial judge did was, you know, wrong. And, and there was a lot of holes in the testimony from the from the Liu Manlyong and his son and the family. And, uh, you know, uh, it was just a very sensational uh, story. Like, because rarely do you see this kind of case where, um, you know, a big elite, well-known, uh, well-connected family fights a case against, a, you know, their domestic helper. And actually now the high court has actually ruled in her favor. So it, mm. I think it has exposed a lot of, uh, you remember, remember I mentioned the context of where we are, ta- what we're talking about this case. You know, yeah. you've got all the elements of elite versus, uh, you know, low income. you got elements of, you know, local a local uh, against a foreign domestic helper. And uh, and basically someone who is, you know, seen as uh, very important figure in Singapore's economy uh, you know almost seems like he's bullying uh his domestic helper, la, who doesn't have much yeah. power much resources in fact her lawyer her law team was entirely pro bono a guy who volunteered mm. his services for the past four years and he was this particular lawyer Anil was even commended in the judgment report for having had the patience and and um you know to to do this entire case la. So it is just yeah. quite something quite uh, damning for the family. But also now there seem to be a lot of there's a lot of calls for more action to be taken against the family. La, which is why this is uh, is is gone beyond just the case itself. So what were your thoughts when you first heard of this whole thing? Eh? First of all, I think that's the longest you have gone talking without me interjecting.
0: Since we started fucking podcast, I know, I know, <laughs> but I could, I yeah. could feel the enthusiasm. I could feel the enthusiasm. Yeah. Almost, it was almost as long as the judgment itself. Right? I have, re- I have no, read, and I have read no, the whole yeah, judgment. Hundred five exactly. pages. I've read it. I've read. I it. was, I was going to set you up, la bro, to kind of show the listeners that fucking Terrence read hundred and five pages of the judgment. Yeah, hundred and five pages. So shout out to Terence. Also shout out to Anil Balchandani, who's the name mm. of the attorney who, the lawyer who worked pro bono. Like, holy shit. So, so, I mean, okay, so I first caught wind of this because I have a few WhatsApp groups with friends who are lawyers, ex-lawyers and all that, and they were chattering like crazy. So, I don't know, like when when there's that much waterfall of chatter on WhatsApp, it, it takes me a while to get up to speed. So, I kept putting it off. And then when we decided to re- do this podcast on this, yeah, I started digging in and like, um, I already knew that.
1: it. Oh, wait, so it when you was, say waterfall, how many missed messages do you not read? Like
0: 50 Fifty.
1: 50 yeah. 60. So fifty, sixty is I like considered really bad for you, lah. In terms waterfall. Uh message. Yeah, message I mean, I like, l- how, how far behind you are la.
0: No, has in like that is just when I check it and then when I go off because I don't check WhatsApp group messages very often like. Oh, so see, it so. was maybe fifty had passed before I caught wind of it on my yeah. WhatsApp group, then on Facebook. And it it had all like what you said, like it was very clear there was a foreign local thing. There was a rich versus poor thing. Um and and then I knew, like, oh shit! And then there's the appeal case. So, so from from just from my understanding, there was a there was a judgment that was served, and then mm. it was appealed, and then a new judge came in and kind of overrode the or- original appeal, Right? No, basically, so, it
1: started a district level like district judge, which I think is the not as senior as a high court judge. Huh? so the mm. district judge ruled that um, convicted her of everything and sentenced her to twenty six months in prison then the Ooh. high court judge came and, and just overturned everything saying that you know the prosecution has not proven the case well so it's basically you like
0: you're working in a company you did something you completed a project you sign yeah. off then your Samra. boss comes in and Samra. like hey, fuck you <laughs> <laughs> you did a shit job yeah, you piece yeah. of shit you, did, you got everything wrong. You got everything wrong. Yeah. So in, that's, that's exactly. Yeah. In
1: BMT parlance, it's Yeah. You go back to Samula.
0: Yeah, this no, and Samuel, there's a written report. He writes a 104 page yeah, document
1: on about how you fucked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is a very interesting report. <laughs> la. It is a very interesting report. I don't know. Uh, I mean, if, if you're really interested in the nitty gritty details about. What aspects of the law or the judgment that the high court judge didn't agree with uh, is quite fascinating. And we, we will go a yeah. little bit into it. But but overall, like I, I see also even Kelvin ching has come out and said that um, more punishment needs to be, you know, there, there might need to be more punishment, more punitive measures put in place for, you know, people who almost, I mean, rich families who look to be bullying these uh, poor domestic helpers, ah. Uh.
0: Yeah, um, and, and just now when you mentioned the credentials of uh Liu Man Liu Man, Man Leong. Leong. Um yep. yeah, you said he's the chairman of CAG, right? But mm. it was only after I read that I found out he's also the founding group president and CEO of Capital N. Correct, correct. fucking yep. Capital Land. So his net yeah. worth is in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Yep. But one thing is there's another there's another mis- there's another Liu who took a more prominent role, like Carl mm. Liu, la, right, mm-hmm, the, the son. Correct, correct. So it almost feels like Liu Man Leong. He is the, f- the head of the family, but mm. feels just from the reports that Carl Liu was the one who was who was the instigator, or like the. the if there was one person to be the evil person, it would be Carl Liu, like the son. Like. Yeah. So I know a lot of things are being pushed towards Liu Man Leong, but we don't even have that much clarity on who was the one who was in charge of the whole
1: thing, like, right? Mm. But apparently, this so, helper has been working for the family. Uh, that means Liu Man Leong. For I think almost nine years or something like that had been working since March since March two thousand and seven yeah so since for, March nine 2007, years, 2007, for nine yeah. years for nine years she had been working for them and then, uh yeah I mean I think over time the relationship deteriorated lah. Um, and the
0: turning point was when she had to uh apparently clean Carl the
1: son's office lah right mm, office and home right. and I think for she was paid a bit of money extra money like I think ten dollars or something like that but uh mm. const- I mean maybe. I think people are also you see a lot of comments on the internet saying this guy earns his bonus is like in the millions, uh, twenty million that kind of thing. But then to ask this someone, guy meaning the son, the son or the father? I mean the family like The family family fortune is huge lah. Like, right? It's not a small amount. Yeah. So they're saying yeah. that yeah, you know he earns bonuses in the millions, but he can't can't give a you know more than ten dollars to his own helper to to clean the place lah. Like. Okay, so yeah. so that means what what like okay the
0: the. When I was when I was digging this up, right up till maybe this month, mm. every other article that covered it really made it seem like the domestic worker party Liani, was guilty la, and was mm-hmm. just waiting to be convicted la, Which yeah. on hindsight looks fucked up la. Like yeah. every photo of hers. I mean, on one hand, yeah, you 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 never want to. Uh, there are articles out there that and okay, let's say there's a, someone guilty of a horrible crime. You don't mm. want to use a smiling photo of them la, right? Of course. But at the same time, for things that are not yet fully like even the evidence is a bit ambiguous. Um, for the papers to just use all these photos of Patty Liani where it's cues towards making her feel unlikable compared to mm. photos of the Liu family, which is more neutral. There's there's a lot of that to play with as well. Uh. So for her, like fuck man, and she's been staying at the the shelter of home no for the past mm. four years. Home is a charity. It's a yeah, non-profit. I, yeah, um, and it stands for. It is the humanitarian organization for migration economics. So, mm. so it just felt, and the more I read it, the more it felt like, yeah. Like, I mean, if it was really a motivated framing by the family, it's fucking ridiculous, man. Because all these mm. little holes were pointed out by the judge who did the uh, uh, uh appeal case, right? Like mm. saying that why did it why did it take so many so long for the investigating officers to go to the house to take photos. Um, yeah. apparently she had used one of the handbags she was accused of stealing in yeah. front of the family prior. So uh, again, yeah. it's like, why didn't she, why so, did she use it so openly?
1: But, but before going to the weeds of the case, right, why do you think, yeah. uh, why, do you, why do you think people are reacting so vehemently and calling for, you know, more punishments and everything to this family? Like, why why isn't it just like any other, I mean, it's, a, it's almost an employment dispute, right? Like someone got mm. fired, then, and then accused of stealing something from the office and blah, 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 that kind of thing. So, why is this one getting so much fire and so much flaming?
0: I mean, I think it almost feels like if it wasn't for the appeal case, then, and if it wasn't for this team of pro bono lawyers and support mm. staff helping party, it, she would have been acquitted and sent, sent to jail for 26 months. Lah. Mm. And I think just that might be the crux of it, but everything else that you pointed out earlier about the foreign versus local thing, the rich versus the elite versus the 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 defenceless uh, migrant worker, it's all there and it just paints a very ugly, ugly reality to what our country is always said to be like, meritocratic. Mm. You know, like everyone is treated equally. Uh, the justice will always prevail.
1: Yeah. I, I think, I think um there's a sense of real unfairness here. La. And I will point us back to, remember when we did a podcast about this particular uh, white woman, middle-aged woman uh, who was called a Karen in Central mm. Park, New York, who, when she was um, asked to leash up her dog by a African American man who was just passing by in in the Central Park, right? Then she mm. got angry and then accused him of like being uh, aggressive, and then she called the police and she was like, you know, I'm uh, I'm a, you know I'm my life is being threatened by an African American man in uh, Central mm. Park. So that mm. immediately you could feel a sense of this woman is using the Systemic biases in her justice system she has weaponized it and is using it against in her in her own private conflict with this person la. You know, mm. private conflict with this person yeah and actually when as I read the judgment, there's a sense that I felt that like basically this is the original judgment or the r- appeal judgment the appeals judgment the, appeal the sense judgment, that I felt yeah. was that um basically the the mate party. Was a she's at a severe disadvantage because of language, because of money, because of you know the fact that you know she's she's just one person against a whole family's testimony. And it just felt like everything that was uh that was brought up against her was like it's almost like um to me like, there was a sense of abusing the systemic biases that might be in or just not even systemic but just biases that people have against foreign domestic helpers who are from lower income and everything uh even in the way they would judge different things ah. and that's hmm. where the going to the details was very interesting for me so for example like like what you' were saying about um the the handbag right there, there was a yeah. there was one particular item that I think was brought up first by the judge was about the DVD player la. And and you know how DVD, Singaporeans when when our electronics spoil a lot of times we just sell to karanguni men right. Mm. So she was basically apparently the mother in the household Madam Liu had asked had told uh, Party the the maid uh, okay if the DVD player is spoiled just sell it to karanguni men. So if you hear an instruction like that right, uh, usually it means that they want to get rid of it lah. Yeah, but yeah. I think Party she saw that it was spoiled but she chose to keep it because she wanted to bring it back to Indonesia to get it fixed. Mm. So uh, would you say that that is considered stealing? That you weren't given permission to take it, but at the same time, you're, you have been instructed to either just throw it away or throw it away if it's not working already. Mm. So so would you, I mean, how, how would you assume, what would what would your assumption be? La? Yeah, la, I wouldn't consider it stealing. La. Yeah, to you, it'd be like, it's like living a, a, leaving at a dustbin that anyone can take already, la, right? Yeah, so, it's so, like
0: when you're leaving the table after you have your wonton and you don't want that final piece of char siu.
1: Yeah, I'll yeah. just eat it. Uh. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so 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 that's the thing. Uh, that, that So that was the instruction that apparently she was given. And I think it was corroborated even by Madam Liu herself. But the, mm-hmm. for some reason in the, uh, the early judgment, they decided that because she was not given express permission directly from the family to take the DVD player, it was considered stealing. Hmm. so this is my interpretation this oh. is I could be completely wrong if you're a lawyer please uh, this, please tell me if I'm wrong but and and don't and don't charge me for you know uh, scandalizing judiciary but this is my reading of it so that's where I felt like okay that's where you know um, I think then the trial judge called it out uh, he said that it's not about the permission g- being given to her it's the fact that she sort of was given uh, she was given the authority to make a decision on whether to throw it away already so, so that mm. is the key factor, right? So when you read yeah. something like that, you're like, hmm, yeah, just just the early judgment just feels like there was something wrong. La. And then the, and then on, on top of that, the the other one that I felt was quite uh, egregious also was longchamp bags. She, basically, she had two longchamp bags in her possession, which she claimed that she found from trash from a trash bag outside the house. So apparently, he'd been thrown out by someone in the family or what already. Um, yeah. And then she she said she took it from there la. Whereas I think the son Kyle Liu, if I'm not wrong in the family, he said that all oh, those longchamp bags are, are his. Uh, but he cannot re- recall when he bought them or when he's used them or anything like that. But he knows he has several longchamp bags in his under his his care la. And he says those are mm. his, you know, and, and, and there's there's no way that uh, it can be the same colour, the same one that she found the trash bag is the same colour as the one that's mine. But he also cannot re- reproduce and uh, or recollect when he bought his. So I think the judge, the previous judgment was saying that yeah, it's very unlikely that it would be the same color and same model, um, in the in the house. Uh. but then the trial judge brought up a lot of. Um, he said that he also saw examples of you know dumpster divers, people who go searching for expensive stuff inside the trash. He saw videos of those kind of that kind of behavior, and he sees like okay, it is totally possible for. Uh, you know someone like Party living in a in a very very expensive a very high um very high SES kind of estate in Singapore to go dumpster yeah. diving and find these items la. so so why a lot of it a lot of times you see that the the burden of proof was in the earlier trial seemed to be on on proving that that Party was was um wasn't guilty like you know that there's no yeah. way that she could have found this. That, that that it must be. There's no such thing as a coincidence or whatever things like that, la. Whereas the trial judge saw saw it from much more of a a different angle. Where I think it starts to paint a much worse picture of the whole family. Uh, you know, it looks like the family almost was colluding together. Although although I think he stopped short of saying that they colluded, la. He just said that they they were not very um they were not very consistent in their in their evidence and everything and and their statements, uh.
0: So, so so then, yeah, okay, go on.
1: No, yeah, so, so that, that's where I, I felt that sense of, uh, there was a sense of, there's a real sense of injustice when you read this. In the sense it feels like everything was set up, uh, everything was pre-planned and set up to almost uh, use the instruments of the state to weaponize it against this woman who might have a personal vendetta against the family. But also has a case, like, you know, the, the one where she's mm-hmm. made to work outside of her home.
0: And right. I mean, from from like the reason why the motivation was that because they wanted her to stop, uh, to not complain to MOM, right? Yeah, correct, correct, correct. Uh, about about uh, being deployed to work at a different place. Because yeah, yeah that happened in 2016. And the, the reason why they were so quick to pack, pack it up and seal the stuff was that they wanted her to, to leave the country as soon as possible so that she couldn't report the the fact that she had to clean a place that wasn't her place of employment mm-hmm. uh to uh, to MOM la. So so I think yeah when you look at that and then it looks like so from what I understand she went back to Indonesia and the boxes remain in Singapore right and Correct. the boxes were sealed up by people that were not her. Yeah. Right? So so when then after that they opened up the boxes and said oh this is the stuff that she stole without yeah. her even being
1: there, right? Yeah. And then because the boxes were open I think in fact they were told that oh you all can continue using the items inside if they belong to you. So you don't know what was going in and out of the boxes or so. Uh. So I was like, wow, how come the the pro- police procedure there also so lax? Uh?
0: And apparently the, the the con contents of that thing stayed with the family for like two and a half years or something?
1: Uh I think five uh, until uh five weeks or until the until she came back again and was arrested. Something like that. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: so that means that means okay. Now, now, like, um, so as you were reading this, was it anything that that surprised
1: you about about reading that? Uh, what's I mean, like what I said, like it it really felt like this this appeals judge was basically almost like scolding the everyone involved in the in the trial, even the police procedural side of things. Even the, the witness, uh, you know, the evidence gathering, the testimonial gathering process and, and things like that. Because there was also the, the issue that there weren't, there weren't interpreters for, um, for party when she was taking a statement. And he even pointed out that, that you know, there are differences between Bahasa Indonesia, Bahasa Malayu that, that need to be taken into account now when you're dealing with something so serious as, as the, you know these this accusations of theft. So yeah. everyone was basically everyone who involved in the the investigation, in the trial and all that was being reprimanded along the way by this by this uh the, by the High Court judge la. And and if that makes you really makes you feel like, hey, you know, like is it is it is it is there something in the system that, that needs to be fixed about? Because this family is is so powerful and well connected, is there is there are they being let off easily by everyone, you know? Because even the MOM came out and said that actually they knew about, the party had reported them to the MOM already, but MOM mm. just gave them a warning, gave the family a warning in 2018 and nothing more than that. So everyone's like, hmm, shouldn't it be? I mean, I, I've heard of a lot more serious consequences for people who, who do what they did, which is get the yeah. helper to work in more than one location then deploy her in in different places. Uh. So it's kind of kind of strange that on the MOM side they also did nothing at all, uh.
0: Yeah. So so that's why. Right. Okay. So first of all, if I were to ask you, does it surprise you that this happened in Singapore?
1: The the judges, the I mean the the I mean the judges. Uh, what do you call it? Overturning of the conviction surprised me. Uh, for sure. Ah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, it's not the incident itself, No. No. The incident. Right? I, I I I. totally can see this kind of thing happening. Uh
0: yeah and I mean I'm not condoning it and I'm sure you are not as well but but it just goes to show that yeah there is a lot of shit that goes on in Singapore and I'm so happy that this time around it's almost like I mean you know even uh, party. she had a statement uh, very classy classy uh saying that she forgives her employer but mm. she just hopes they don't do it to other people. So I think this was a master <laughs> stroke also to kind of really fuck up the, the public perception of the family, which is damn smart because yeah. of course she she has to be pissed. Four years of her life keeping it from her family. She hasn't been able to go back to her family. But mm. to say that it is just a, a, a very nice way of putting all the 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 light on the shine the light on this family like because even Carl Liu he like the son there was a case i think in 2018 where he he's a ex banker right and he was in court for uh, apparently not not fulfilling a $6.5 million payout to a client of his or something. Yeah, so he yeah. has some shit there. Uh, even in this case, apparently uh, for some female clothes that he claimed has are stolen, uh, he said he it, it's his because he has a tendency to cross-dress or something like no, that. He, he, so said, so he, he
1: said he wears the women's t-shirts once in a while. and But, but honestly, the judge himself was like, that's highly improbable because like, they are smaller, even smaller than his normal size.
0: Huh? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So- that, that's why, okay, so then then the, the thing is, you know, like, I think Kenneth Ratnam wrote a scathing post saying that, here uh, yeah, Liu Man Leong must be sacked from Serbana and Changi Airport Group yeah. and prosecuted to the fullen- fullest extent of the law. La. So just to clarify this, this Liu Man Leong, he's the chairman of CAG, he's the founding group president and CEO of Capital Land, he's the chairman of Serbana, Jurong Private Limited. He sits on the board of Singapore Exchange, Singapore China Foundation, Chinese Development Assistant Council. He chairs the board of Tomasic Foundation, Nurture CLG, mm. the Management Advisory Board of NUS Business School and the NUS School of Continuing and Lifelong Education Industry Advisory Board. Mm. He's a Senior International advisor, advisor of Tomasic. He's the Provost Chair Practice of NUS Business School, NUS of Engineering and the Lees Kuan School of Public Policy. He's also the Rector of NUS Ridgeview View residential college I don't know what the fuck a rector is yeah. uh, but that's him he was elected the president of international organization for standardization for the terms 1997 to 1998 so I don't know how the fuck he sleeps or does whatever he needs to do but he's on the board and on the leadership uh team of a lot of fucking things like. mm-hmm. so so do you think do you think like what Kenneth Jairanam is pushing for has, has merit
1: I mean I don't even think it's just Kenneth Jairanam like I mentioned I think Kelvin Ching also has mentioned like the, all these uh boards and everything need to examine is this person suitable to be a director of a company like when 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 you know he is so blatantly like you know bullying someone of a different uh, social income and everything and using um if if what it seems like uh, what it seems like from the trial judge what what the judge is saying now is that he's almost using the the police report to try and silence someone uh, you know um, and even
0: even if he was not the instigator. Let's say for example it's Carl Liu, right? Because yeah. part of me is like, okay, if it's Carl Liu, can you really blame the the Mr. the father? Mister, the father yeah. la. But the the party is an employ is is an employee of Mr. Liu's household, la, right? Yeah,
1: correct the father. Yeah.
0: The father, lah. So yeah. it's one of those things that like you can't just say that, oh, you know, I wasn't responsible. It's like when Ellen Ellen was accused of the toxic culture and she just says, Oh, you know, it's not me, it's my producers. Fuck off, la, okay. Mm. You are responsible, all right right. Yeah. So in this case like, whether or not he deserves to be sacked, uh, I don't know. I think, I mean, if he's really deemed uh to be, f- like, very cognizant of what was happening and all, I don't think he should be removed because he gets sacked. I think it's in the best interest of Changi Airport Group and Surbana themselves to, to not have him on the board. La, because yeah. ultimately, it, it just reeks of, like, that whole... What's the word? Ne- 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 is it nepotism? Ne- nepotism? No, nepotism is family, no, fami- la, right?
1: Yeah, I think it's just elitism and... Elitism. Uh. And, yeah.
0: So, so what is the outcome of this judge's thing? There, there is going to be more investigations into uh the case, right? The, 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 the to yeah. to investigate the family and to I mean investigating even the in the IOs who did the case, the people who were involved because this case has been going on for so fucking long, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and there must be so many people who were involved, even like Olivia Lowe Um, just like just finding out what her deal is. Mm. Interestingly, I Google, you know, Google and. Couldn't find much info about Wait, so who's judges. Lowe? Who's Olivia Lowe? The the district judge, like, the Oh, district the district judge. judge. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, interestingly, I guess judges don't use LinkedIn because I was mm. looking for, looking for her on LinkedIn. I see, I see.
1: Yeah. But I mean, I mean, um, you know we we're not trying to cast aspersions on on Singapore's judicial system or police system or legal system in general, But I think uh the the fact that this case went all the way to the high court and the high court completely, I mean, the the way they shot down the trial judge judgment and everything, it was such a 180 degree turn, I feel like, uh, you know, the you know, people need to look into it more, like how could this have got to this level where a, a case seemed to be build, built up by so many different elements of the legal system and then suddenly it just like knocked down like a whole house of cards, uh, you know, so, so what, yeah. what enabled this building of this this case that Obviously, now we look at it, it looks like it looks completely like vaporware. I like shouldn't have been there at all. Um, in fact, in fact, the funny, interesting thing is that I saw, I mean, on Wake Up Singapore, the Instagram, they had a screenshot of uh, August 7th post from Ho Ching where she quoted Liu Man Leong saying the mission of Capital Land is to build people to build for people. And that's why he was chosen as the founding CEO of Capital Land. And then she puts the quote there. You don't build a business, you build people. And then people build the business. And then so mm-hmm. there are a lot of like, you know, this is less than a month ago where Ho Ching posted this. So I mean, I think like like what the Wake Up Singapore says, this has a Wi-Fi problem. Uh, wait, what? Sorry. So like, I mean, the caption of Wake Up Singapore is, this This coat has aged like milk, <laughs> yeah, but but I mean that's why that's why it's, it's such an interesting case for everyone to watch because you you really you know every day you hear people, this kind of system is rigged against you I mean this when you read the judgment, right, if you are like me and you felt angry about it, this is this is why people say this kind of thing la. and you know, they always say there's no smoke without a fire well this might be the evidence of, like, the fire. That's why it's it's interesting to read. Mm. Mm. Maybe we should do a
0: reading of the entire 105 pages. uh. Like, dramatic dramatic reenactment. Yeah, dramatic reading. (laughs) Because I know last time someone did a podcast uh, where they read out the Apple terms and conditions or something. They just read the whole fucking thing. It was like a a 17-hour live stream or something. So, um, yes, yeah. Because, I mean, oh, my God, this... I guess guess this is like another one to add to the list of uh, scripted podcasts that we want to do. First is Honest Mm. B. Second, no, first was the Jolo one, right? Second Mm. is Honest B. This is third because this would be so fucking interesting to deep dive and really kind of like just pull everything together. Like, because the first thing that I've tried to find and thank- thankfully today did, uh, there was a timeline uh, all the way from 2007 to a few days ago.
1: So that mm-hmm. was very helpful. Yeah. But
0: but I mean, so right now where we're where we at is that... Um,
1: the Attorney be- General Chambers has said they're going to investigate further if more action needs to be taken. I think MOM came out with a statement about 24 hours ago that, that they already gave a warning to the family. But I don't know if they need to look at it warning. again. Warning. Yeah, cause oh, warning
0: of a family they went over to the mansion and had like some coffee and cakes <laughs> and then just told them uh, Mr. Liu ah, uh, you don't do ah, uh.
1: no 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 I mean you don't that, that's, do so that I think what you're doing there is uh, extrapolating what they they said I mean it could have been a more serious severe warning la. it could have been yeah, maybe like comedy podcast la, don't right? do uh, don't do Mr. Liu you know or something la. <laughs> Okay, comedy <laughs> how is but that you don't different
0: how, how is that different from the analogy I
1: gave huh? No, yours you did was saying that your voice and a bit they didn't do stern. that job but I'm saying that maybe we, hey, we don't exactly know. We need to know more details. We need to know hey, more. That's you, also. Hey,
0: you never you never watch the movies, is it? The scariest villain is the one who sounds the nicest. Hello, all the James Bond movies, you think they're like, hey, bro. No, they're like, you do it and you die. Isn't that yeah, a lot more scary? So we're that not talking was the about the villain I was now. Thinking. We're not talking about the villain.
1: Hey, okay, don't try and
0: fucking <laughs> put words into my mouth, okay? I'm just saying, I'm just saying you don't need to raise your voice to be intimidating, okay? You didn't see my uh. facial expression when I was saying that. It was look it was just Pure, uh, pure, uh, author authority. You know, I didn't say it with a smile. I mean, yeah. I sounded like I was smiling, but I didn't say it with a smile. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. So, so you ever heard the good cop, bad cop thing? Is it? Uh,
1: huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, I'll play along. I'll play along, just so that you don't. <laughs> yeah, hey, I don't need so you your. Don't a, I don't need your pity. The hole deeper.
0: I don't. I don't need your pity. Play along. Okay? You don't want to play along. I'll play by myself. Okay. I have been playing He's by a myself big boy for years. with
1: myself all the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm a big boy and I'm totally fine playing with myself. Okay? I don't <laughs> need your pity
1: playing. But, but, yeah. but yeah, hey, we well, this one we talked very long, but uh yeah, I mean, do you have any further thoughts about this? Um I mean I think it'll be interesting to if
0: anyone uh, of our listeners has some other points to raise that we haven't spoken about, please do. Uh yeah. please do. Yeah, our sub our Yellowbutt Reddit is there uh as always. Um and yeah, I'm just I'm just curious to see how this unfolds. La. Or mm. yeah, uh, if you guys there. found, yeah, if, if anyone found, found some article, because I know now the blogosphere or independent publishers uh, are a lot more active than more active than ever before. So if you find some article in the local sphere that, that covers something that we did not cover, please share it. Even if it's Sammy Boy or Hardware yeah. Zone or something. Uh, sometimes the comments there can be quite uh, quite
1: uh, interesting. Hey, can, I, can I just correct something earlier? I said that the Wake Up Singapore post had a very funny caption. It wasn't actually from Wake Up Singapore. It was actually from studio TV. But Wake Up Singapore just took the whole thing and, and pasted oh. it. Oh. Yeah. So, so actually it was Sudia TV who, who pulled out this this quote and all. Yeah. So, oh, yes, yes, yes. Check see. out studio TV on Instagram if you want more funny captions. Okay,
0: cool. So I guess the fact that the fact first topic was so serious kind of is a is nice because the second topic is not really, it's not really serious, but it's much it's more not, complicated. Yeah, <laughs> mo, yeah, actually, yeah, it's much more complicated. <laughs> yeah. I wish it was as simple as this. <laughs> but it's 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 in the world of fiction, lah. Yeah. La. Yeah. It's yeah, in yeah, the yeah, world yeah. of fiction because because I mean it is so complicated and high concept that to imagine it happening in real life is a is a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Um. So so what we're gonna be talking about is uh is not a current affair. It's a current. Pop culture thingy thingamajig, and it's yeah. the movie *Tenet*. Tenet, so, yeah. Tenet. So I guess, yeah. I, I guess if you haven't watched the movie yet, you want to watch the movie. I would suggest you skip forward. Uh, to the one shock thing. This is basically this a quote. spoiler alert. Spoiler yeah, alert. Yeah, this is spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Uh. alert. You have we're like gonna,
1: we're gonna give a countdown of three seconds for you to skip yeah. forward. No, if but you
0: for, no, we need to tell them skip forward to where
1: the one... Okay, we don't have don't a time code yet. Yet. Yeah. yeah, You, you <laughs> so, just need to so, aware that this is the spoiler.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, you have three, two, one. Okay, All right. there we go. Let's, let's okay, talk about cool. Tenet. <laughs> yeah, Tenet. Okay, so what... When when you suggested this, I know, I know, okay, so the con- the chronology of events is that Terrence watched it the weekend before last weekend and mm. I watched it last weekend Yeah. and he was kind of like like very passively raving about it mm, so I told him to shut up and not just uh bias my expectations so I went into yeah. the movie uh think knowing that okay it's a Christopher Nolan movie I know it's going to be complicated mm. uh, but I did have a very high expectation
1: la. Yeah. and question ah, where it, do you I watch can't... it where do you watch it Shaw Lido Lido Shaw Lido oh okay so you know yeah. Shaw was the one last week where the the exhaust the entire exhaust system collapsed on the movie goer. I
0: thought that was next
1: yeah la, and next lah Shaw and next lah no, but uh, but surely I was Shaw at Lido. I know. La, yeah, la, I'm just saying, wow, not bad. You, you you braved you braved going back to the short cinemas for that, huh? Yeah. La, so you're <laughs> saying
0: you're saying just because one cinema fucked up, all cinemas are the same, is it, Terrence?
1: Huh? I mean Huh, is it? I'm just is saying huh? <clears throat> if they don't check this, I mean, next is one of the newer cinemas already. So you yeah, know, you if the newer cinemas already like that, uh, you got to be worry a little bit about the older ones. Lido is one the older ones. Oh, right. You should. Right. So,
0: so just because the younger ones do something bad means the older ones also liable to do something bad, is it? No, huh, no. There is the
1: oversight is not there. The oversight is not there. That's what ah, I mean. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah. Logical? Ah, okay. Logic. You mean the, the
0: people controlling the cinema, is it? Correct, huh? correct. The Over- overlords, is it? Maintaining it. it the like maintaining overlords of it. the cinema. I see, yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Just to clarify, uh, just to uh, clarify. Respect,
1: respect that you braved, you braved the Shaw cinema. Okay. Yeah, I, did, I went. I, did. I went Golden Village. I went Golden Village. Ah, uh, so yeah.
0: okay. So I know you.
1: Okay, your thoughts after you saw the movie. I mean, fucking, it was very confusing. Uh, didn't help that the dialogue was like I couldn't. It was very muffled. I felt couldn't hear a lot mm. of what they were saying, but mm. uh, I still felt like I generally got the structure of the story there and everything, and I I really enjoyed it lah. It was like like watching a puzzle, a puzzle come together.
0: Okay, so I I was fucking confused by the end, but I've been confused at the end of Christopher Nolan movies before, but uh, I would say this one, I ended feeling like, hmm, okay, it was a spectacle. Like Mm. certain scenes, the way they filmed it was fucking awesome. And just, it's stuff you have never seen before in a movie. Mm. But by the end of it, I was a bit disappointed because it didn't leave me with like, like, wow. Fuck! This blew my mind. I mean, this one—the concept—blew my mind. Mm. But by the end of the movie, I remember half at some point during the movie I was like, "Wow, when is this gonna end?" I actually felt that. You know? mm. Yeah, I don't know whether it's because I checked out mentally or whether it is just I was like, I I kind of got lost somewhere, and then like yeah. after that everything just started snowballing to the point where I was like, "What the fuck is going on?"
1: Basically, you, you gave up, like, You gave up and you just like sat back, like, no. "Okay, when is this no, gonna no. end?" No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay, but how so, confused? Yeah. Like, how confused were you? Like, okay, on scale so of one I know, to I ten. Know, Okay, I know the crux of it. Uh the
0: protagonist, uh, he's living the the invert of of he, something that already happened. So so basically, yeah, like he's gonna converge at some point. The uh, Robert Pattinson character uh is dead. Um mm-hmm. and he was he at some point he switched halfway. Um and yeah, so I think I, I think I get the structure. I like how it ended, but it yeah. just felt like at some point I was I just had a lot of questions like mm.
1: I think I think yeah, one of the things I realized uh, when I stepped out from the movie first was that uh, there were certain assumptions about time travel uh, that because of all the movies we've watched in the past we we always make these assumptions and then we need to you kind of need to forget about those assumptions and just go in order for this movie to flow properly like uh, for example, mm. one of it is that um, you don't jump back in time like you don't jump to a time in the past, and like every, if you want to go back in the past, you have to go backwards and you have to expend, you know, the amount of time going backwards to reach 10 years in the past. Like you have to wait 10 years to get back 10 years in the past. La. So, so, oh, okay, okay. so that's one important thing. You can't just jump like that. So, then once you go back, you want go forward and then go back again. Yeah, it costs it cost time. like It costs time and, and it it just, it's not like it's Back to the Future. We jump the past and then all that, and then the other thing is that the you know the whole grandfather paradox mm. that they keep talking about, where if you kill your grandfather, uh, it's not possible for you to exist because your grandfather wouldn't have been able to give birth, give uh you know have you la, right. So mm. so I think beyond after a certain point, then when they talked about it a couple of times after a while they in the movie they also like. You know, yeah. You know, we like they also just say fuck it. You know, like uh, don't even think about it already, Like We just assume that the grandfather paradox doesn't really exist in this I universe. I mean, how they la.
0: try to how they try to defend it is that Robert Pattinson kept on saying it. Whatever happens, happen. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Whatever yeah. happened, happens or something like yeah. that. So so that's where it felt. I mean, I remember uh, uh thinking about this in Avengers also when there was mm. a lot of time travel and yeah. they just they just clarified all doubt by making this one statement that applied to everything after that, yeah. So that's where I felt like okay. Um, but your realization of what you just said did it come from like reading reddit or googling shit after the movie or you're just so enlightened and sophisticated
1: that you came up with that yourself huh? Uh, yeah I think not bad enlightened and sophisticated are pretty good terms to end ah, to describe it. Okay, okay. but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. so when I, as I walked a out of the cinema <laughs> <laughs> as I walked out of the cinema I was confused i admit I was confused but I was like okay what are the, what are the things am I confused about then, then I realized okay there are certain things that I like I said, la, I assume there was this yeah, had this slight like, ability to jump back in time when actually there isn't. And secondly mm. that that uh I was still having that that old mindset of the grandfather paradox kind of thing where if you change something in the past, it will change something in the future, lah and and that's where the, the you know there was also there's also uh, a lot of discussion about free will and stuff like that. Are, are your actions mm, really mm. your actions really are they, are they predetermined already? like you know mm, so so mm. all those all those are very big philosophical metaphysical questions that that uh that, that you have to look up for yourself but just understanding that, that there are certain rules in this universe that you cannot breach then you just then then you, the story sort of flows uh, a bit more sensibly like and then after that, then after I got to that realization, then I saw sort of worked out a bit of the timeline. Then I started to watch a few videos, and there are actually very few good videos. There are very few good videos that explain the timeline well. Uh, I probably will will go in the comments and then link a couple that are good that I found to be pretty good. But but it's quite mm. hard to ex- explain the timeline properly without getting so, even more confused. Uh.
0: So then, at the crux of the story is that that algorithm, right? That those nine pieces, right? Mm, so yeah. so what what understood is that the person who created it realized that the best place to hide those nine pieces are in the past. La, mm, right correct okay. um but but is that nine pieces when put together the actual bomb itself or what
1: it's the formula to cause I think an equal amount of uh, stuff Entropy. in the world yeah going oh. forward and stuff in the world going backwards such that you know just general chaos and everything just uh, that's the end of history, human history law but when in, there are in equal that scene, amounts yeah, yeah.
0: But in that scene where they would put it together, what was going to happen next to detonate it?
1: Uh, yeah, so to de- de- the detonating of it was supposed to cause that to happen. like The end of the world, entropy, everything, you know, forward and backward, equal, and everything happened. And then they also added in that the, the, the Setos, uh fitness band, if he dies, if his heart rate drops to zero, it also mm. causes the whole thing to also, the chain reaction to also happen. But that la. means...
0: That means an explosion was required to cause that thing to ignite, and that was what they wanted to
1: do. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah, it? Yeah, that's right. Something like that, la. Yeah.
0: So so, see, so they don't and they don't even explain explain like what the hell that algorithm is. You just take it as it is, like. There yeah. is an algorithm that that would cause yeah, like what you said, the forward and backward entropy uh, yeah. of the world to to
1: equalize or whatnot and fucking yeah. ignite. It's just it's just an equation or like physics kind of equation that that kind of. Uh, it's like the 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 the, quest, the answer of the universe, lah. What you know, it just is the one equation that will cause the end of the end of human kind, end and that equation. And the yeah. equation is represented,
0: or like, is manifested in that physical thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, manifested in the physical thing. Correct. So, so huh. I mean, if you don't, if you take it more symbolically, it's also maybe because just an equation on a piece of paper just is not that exciting to to be throwing yeah. around, right? and then oh let me just take a, take a snapshot of that and then send that and then I'll airdrop it to you, <laughs> you know, that doesn't sound exciting as like finding nine big pieces of metal and then having to put them Fun, together right? all <laughs> the
0: students listening if you got a mathematics homework right you go and give a symbolic answer to your teacher the equation is like nine nine stones put together yeah, yeah. and
1: see what she says <laughs> yeah, put it in your in your envelope and then send it to your teacher this is my answer yeah, so for it, question two this C. is my answer this is my answer <laughs> if you put it together uh, that's the algorithm that
0: I use to find the answer yeah. Okay, but one thing I did like about the movie is that um in the age of like you know whitewashing and all this shit, I liked how the protagonist was a relatively unknown black actor, right? Mm-hmm. He's uh, uh, I, what's it? He's who's some big actor's son, right? Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I uh, didn't know. But but himself, he's not the most well known actor, right. Only yeah, thing yeah. is like I, I felt like he was trying to be like he was too much trying to be like Donald uh, Donald Glover. But that's a separate Dollar. comment. La. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Childish Gambino, la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I like that the protagonist was a relatively unknown uh, uh African American actor. I mm. like that the female lead was not some super ridiculously hot uh female protagonist mm-hmm. and felt like okay, like this is more like she's still very pretty and very very good looking, but not like you know, the kind of
1: James Ball Transformers girl. Hey, sorry, um, sorry. The, yeah, he's Denzel Washington's son. John David Washington, the protagonist, is Denzel Washington. That's Denzel son.
0: Washington's son.
1: Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Well, yep.
0: oh, I thought you said dead actor's son. No, no, no right. Denzel,
1: Denzel Washington's son. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay mm. lah. Wow. So he's living in his dad's shadow lah. Okay, good for correct, him. Good correct, for correct, him. Correct, yeah. Yeah. Then, uh there was the the sidekick was also a a, a brown skin person. That was cool. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Robert That's right. Robert Pattinson was like the supporting character. Uh mm. so I, I thought those kind of things were were nice in the sense that uh okay lah it's. It's not just the the typical actors. But yeah. I mean like certain scenes like fucking the, the plane crashing into the building. Holy shit, man. Can you imagine the the production of that?
1: Yeah. Although I mean even the the going into the free port and all that, right? Because mm. in Singapore, we actually have a free port also. Yeah, we do. But, we but do. I, nobody has any clue. I mean very few people have any clue what it looks like inside. So it was quite yeah. interesting that, you know, that's how they, they did it up and they set up all the booby traps and everything. So interesting.
0: Yeah. And I mean the way they filmed that that fighting scenes with the reverse thing and all that that yeah. that was cool. And I mean like that's a that's the beauty of Christopher Nolan movies. Like you, you'll explore some place that no one else can really explore. Because yeah. I mean, it's also a movie that very few few people can even get funded. Like, can you imagine if yeah. we just went to whoever? Like, okay, we <laughs> want to make a show about it. Like, fuck off, like. Okay, this makes no fucking hey, sense. Even you she's a reading...
1: terrorist. Even she's a terrorist. The timeline. I think I was quite <laughs> confused by my our own linear timeline. <laughs> I confused. Really. <laughs> yeah, linear timeline. <laughs> you know the IGN. IGN had them funny statement. I think they said like, yeah, well this. This movie makes Inception feel like, uh, like Power Rangers. <laughs> <You> know, basically, <laughs> the script for Inception feels like Power Rangers compared to this yeah, movie. can
0: you imagine reading the script, like even yeah. telling the actors? No, and even like you know the um in part of production planning is you need to make sure there's continuity across scenes. And mm. when you have a script, you put okay, this is the story day one, story
1: day two, story day three. This one is like
0: how the fuck to plan but, but, that?
1: Man? But the, speaking of that, uh, do you realize that? the editing was so fast-paced that sometimes the conti- continuity between shots or soldiers wasn't there. Like, like the you know, when he's sitting opposite the Seto's wife, drinking, and then she's drinking a tea or something to talk to him. Sometimes mm. the tea, she's drinking a teacup, sometimes the glass is down as they cut between... Did you notice that? I Did noticed, you notice I noticed, that. I noticed, yeah. you saw, oh, you noticed it? Yeah, because... Oh, shit. It was just so fast-paced that I was like, oh, shit, this is so much information to take in, like... Can they slow the fuck now? And then my production mind just was taking over for a bit, and I was like, "Oh, mm. continue issue, continue issue, continue issue."
0: Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. I mean, I, the one the one person I really didn't like was the Indian Indian villain, uh, the lady. I don't oh, know. it just Priya. felt like yeah, yeah, Priya. Oh yeah, what, like your best friend like that, uh? yeah, Priya, yeah, 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 yeah. Priya, yeah, Priya, yeah, Priya. Yeah. But but yeah, it just felt like a little okay. There's another thing I guess that is nice that that it. The, okay the bad guy was like a Ukrainian guy uh-huh. but there was someone else who was a bad guy who was like Indian uh, you know he's never yeah, like saw so an Indian villain so what's the problem was, what's the problem why Why got representation where's my Asian Rep- villain where's my Asian villain where's my Chinese fuck villain where's my Chinese villain I just thought okay <laughs> it was nice to have an Indian villain but I thought she was a fucking annoying villain uh. like just come in and, and, and just talk in this like don't know what like philosophical kind of terms like shh, fuck off lah and mm. that's where I like I, I think that's that's the benefit of uh, doing a movie in like the UK or America where people can talk like that and still feel a little real can you imagine if in Singapore people were speaking with a singlish accent like in hmm. singlish accent but just saying something so cheesy like no one like no one would say in real life like, it would feel fucking cringy Like, yeah, there's the yeah. benefit of doing it in a in a western country like, because they can
1: say cheesy shit but it still sounds legit uh, That's why you need a British a British sidekick like Robert Pattinson to deliver all the, all, the, all the exposition, all the explaining of how this thing works. Because uh. then yeah, it sounds yeah, great, more great. logical. Uh. And then, yeah, and then you're so also long. looking at how pretty he is <laughs> as opposed to thinking about, hey, this doesn't make sense and all that. Uh.
0: Yeah, can you imagine like a singlish
1: they explaining all that thing yeah it's imagine G- uh, or something okay I tell you uh, this one uh, what time, happens what happens like happens inverse uh, inverse yeah, one, what happens inverse means time go forward <laughs> be like what the no,
0: fuck he is this he can say the exact same lines as Robert Pattinson, Pattinson but he'll sound like a fucking dumbass uh. yeah, yeah, you yeah. know like yeah what, what, whatever happens happen happen yeah. but you have, you just you like, huh Yeah. What's
1: but have you been doing your reading up and have you read that grand theory going around no right haven't yet the grand theory that that uh, Neil, which is Robert Patterson's character, yeah. Is, yeah. Actually, uh, is actually is actually Cat's son, Max. Oh, from the boat, no, 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 the yeah, her son, uh, basically the one that yeah. she always, uh, she you know, the last you see of them is they are outside the school, and then he yeah. kills Priya and then kills her sidekick to protect yeah. them. So actually, there's a theory going around that basically Neil. Uh, and is actually Max, uh, her son Max. Uh, and the idea is that um, the protagonist, actually after killing Priya and all that, he actually makes contact with Kat and Max and actually becomes part of their life and somehow manages to convince Max to join him in Tenet and to go back and advise and go back on a mission, a time-inverse mission to help him uh, to help him get to Tenet lah, or realize so when you say get into Tenet, I mean what the hell is Tenet? What's Tenet? No, so Tenet said- was a, an organization founded by the protagonist himself to to go back in time and retrieve all these things and stop the stop Sator from destroying the world. La. Oh so, so okay. the idea is that he sends uh Neil, which Max. is which is Max Max. Max. back yeah. in time on a mission to convince his his uh previous self. I mean, not previous like his uh, his younger self to actually join Tenet la. so so to, and then there's the whole loop of of the character la. Uh, Except that so except when, Max, I mean Neil's loop ends up in death la.
0: So then, when someone goes back in time, yeah. uh, is let's let's say someone's going forward in time and then they decide to go on a inter inverted mission right, and they yeah. go back. Yeah. They don't become younger, right? They just carry on getting older. I think but that's in- one of
1: the that's one of the question marks, huh? Yeah. So for so for that theory to be true, it's likely that that, that has to be to, to happen. Lah, where you go back in time, you still get older over time. Yeah. For for that wow. theory to be true. You yeah, know? So like, it's like,
0: and then the machine, the, like, how the fuck did the machine? The machine came from where the inverter thing, like what, what, what the hell? Like they talk about this, this metal uh, that can invert created, time and all
1: that. Created, by the by the people in the future, lo, which is, is and they don't really by, go into how it's created, lo. No, no, they don't, they don't. So, so I think the if you've seen Christopher Nolan's movies, I would say Memento is a very similar structure to to this this show, where the show actually ends, the ending of the show actually is is the middle of the timelines like it, it ends in the middle hey, of the Fuck! Time la, I
0: haven't watched Memento yet. Oh shit.
1: But this is spoiler this la. is spoiler zone already why? No, right? this is
0: spoiler zone for eight <laughs> movie, Tenet. It doesn't apply to all movies like oh, a piece of shit. Spoiler zone, spoiler zone. Yeah, yeah, Fuck, yeah. La, no. But, no, don't don't make it seem like this is a generic spoiler zone where you can say the spoilers to any movies. No, it is yeah, specific yeah, yeah. to Tenet. It's spoiler zone, okay? yeah. It doesn't it doesn't it Christopher, Christopher Nolan, movie. No. It's Christopher Nolan up, okay, spoiler no. zone. No no no, 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 this is bullshit. <laughs> this is bullshit. We did not put that in the fine print. Okay, yeah, now yeah, I'm gonna try and forget that. I going to try and yeah, forget that. Forget, okay, it, forget, forget, it, forget we, that, yeah, forget that, forget that. But you better go it, just go
1: and quickly watch Memento, lah. Just quickly watch memento. Yala yala
0: yala. No, I will have to watch it now and to push it back into the future uh, future because yeah. uh, I don't want to watch it that soon,
1: because I have your stupid voice in my head. You should go inverse, go to your old self and then get or put a copy of Invert lah. La. Is yeah. it invert or inverse? I don't know, lah. I mean whatever invert it's time invert. inverse time. Yeah. But yeah yeah So but, so it was that, that's the theory out there. I think that's the most interesting theory out there. And then uh, everyone's like pulling out all these little clues that, that that you know. So you remember like Inception? They had that spinning top at the end. Everyone was pulling clues mm. that whether it's a dream or not. So that's what people yeah. are doing now, la, to find links between uh Max and and Neil, which is the Max is the boy and Neil is the the Robert Pattinson character. Wow, so, that's fucking cool, yeah. So I think one of the fu- one of the funny ones I found was like, oh, the full name for Max is Maximilian. And then if you, re- you if you inverse the name Maximilian, the first the, the four letters are N I A L, which are pronounced as Neil. So oh, oh shit, you know, the kind of thing no, like Maximilian
0: so, so. is N A I L, Neil, is Neil what?
1: Oh yeah, actually N A I L, Neil, yeah, Neil, but close enough like In terms of like the 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 sound, it sounds like Neil la, right? So, oh, so, so. just the fan theories going crazy. Like. Yeah, so the fan theories, yeah, they're going a bit uh, nuts. But it's it's it's, but that's what makes Christopher Nolan movies fun. Like I think there's a lot of yeah people are saying there's a lot of shit about character development. And all that. But again, I think for for his kind of movies, a lot of it is more about the plot than the character development. The plot and itself just the is a puzzle. La. La. Yeah, and just the concept, like who and the audacity to bring shit. it. Shit. Yeah, the yeah, audacity yeah, to do this kind of thing the is audacity. like, you got to tell, you got, this is, this takes balls, la, right? This is far better than David Blaine taking a balloon and f- going up and then skydiving off, like.
0: He <laughs> the shit on David Blaine. was <laughs> <Yeah,
1: laughs> yeah, like, I was like, wow, <laughs> this is completely anti climatic, come on. You know,
0: <laughs> that's like comparing apples to durians, like what eh. Give true, David true. Blaine a break, like Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay, okay.
1: David Blaine's cool. But yeah, so. David Blaine is cool, any, yeah. Any other thoughts or. or, or warnings I about... would still
0: recommend it la. I would still mm. recommend it to anyone because it is a fucking insane piece of art la. Like, you watch it alone crazy,
1: or? or you watch it with your girlfriend or what I watch it with my
0: girlfriend and our uh, two friends how did so they we feel about it so we were socially distanced by two seats uh, they were okay I think so my my girlfriend was a bit indifferent to it my friend's go- uh, wife was a bit indifferent me and my friend who are our, uh, like movie bros we were both confused uh. And mm, just mm. a little like, hmm, okay, hmm, was it really that good. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay, okay. But yeah, like, that's about it. La.
1: But definitely, that's a- I mean, if, if you're going to like uh, risk going to a cinema and everything, I feel like this is a real cinema experience. Like, you like, you've got to experience it in, you know, big screen theater, you know, plane crashing to airport, everything. So yeah. so if, if you watch, you, I mean, if you are listening, you probably have watched it already. Uh. You know, I mean, I'm very tempted to even watch it a second time, like, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. So that brings us to uh, one, one shock thing. thing. And All what right. is your cool. one shock thing?
0: My one shock thing is is a. I mean, recently I've just been uh out of like a circumstance, out of just general curiosity, reading up on stuff related to machine learning and artificial intelligence. Mm. And I came across this one website, right, which is pretty fucking cool. It's called Runway ML like Airport Runway, Runway runway ML Machine Learning. And what what it got started because some guy for his PhD thesis, he just tried to use machine learning. Okay, so so like machine learning is also a concept I've only recently become a bit more familiar with. It is, you've heard all this talk of artificial intelligence, machine learning and all that deep learning, deep tech. Machine Mm -hmm. learning is just some sort of algorithm that once you feed it data, it can do a repetitive task better and the more data it churns out and uh, gets fed into it, it gets better at doing the task. Mm-hmm. So you can use that for anything that requires like a fuck ton of busy work. Uh like machine learning is used for for making images sharper, which technically you could do if you go pixel by pixel and change the colors, but machine learning just does it in like milliseconds. La. Okay. So this guy did a did a thesis on how machine learning can be used for creative for creatis, uh, creative people uh, and artists and he, he got some funding and now his team have built up a suite of tools that very easily use machine learning to to do cool stuff. Like. So basically, you know, you see those apps that you can take a photo and turn it into some sort of comic or graphic novel. This website yeah. has a bunch of tools that you can use which are fucking cool. Like One one thing I just tried, you put any photo and it turns it into like a, a collage of plants and flowers mm. in the shape of your photo and, and you can kind of customize it and all and it's a bit uh, tinkery. So you mm-hmm. kind of have to tweak it and all. But I thought it would fucking blew my mind, man. I don't know what kind of how artists will use it going forward. But it's just a very cool website, la mm-hmm. Runway yeah. ML, and they do all these other fucking cool shit that that I think people are. If you go there, you would find it like, oh shit, this is cool. You don't know, you might not know how to use it. But I just thought if you do creative work, if you do illustrations and or video editing or something, there's some tools there that are pretty neat, mm-hmm.
1: Interesting. mm Interesting. But so yeah. this is a website that you recommend to just check out for creatives to know how they will, they will how their future lose their jobs, Yeah, how
0: they lose their jobs. Yeah, how how all creative people will lose their jobs. Essentially, it is a preview <laughs> of, you know, the creative future. Yeah, actually, the website is is runway Well, the first thing is that if you're a creative, fuck off. You're gonna be irrelevant in twenty years. Is That's that for exactly real? What is this? No, la, oh, fuck oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no, in fact this I think adopts the Elon Musk approach of saying, okay, there's no reason why AI would render us useless if mm. we grow symbiotically with them, if we uh, have a have a collaborative relationship as opposed to just outsourcing everything to them. La. So I I respect that. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh my one show thing is just a Netflix series that I just started watching not too long ago. It's called World of the Married. And I think it was trending in Singapore. as a Korean drama. It was trending in Singapore for a while. And then I realized, like, Korean dramas now, like, they have multiple episodes. But every episode is an hour and a half long, you know. So it feels almost oh, like I you're watching... It's like a movie. Yeah, it's like a movie. Every episode is like a movie. So this one is basically about a woman who suspects her husband is cheating on her. And the first episode, I mean, I've only seen a few episodes. But the first episode was all about, like you know, she goes to investigate and then she checks out this person, that person, and she gets, you know, like strange calls and stuff like that. So, it felt like a spy thriller, like, the first episode. Then by the end of it, there's a conclusion of whether or not the husband's cheating and all. Like. But but uh, subsequently, just like, I mean, from what I've seen, it's quite exciting. Like, and and uh, for it to be able to sustain everyone's interest for, to be number one trending in Singapore at least, maybe tells you that a lot of uh, a lot of married people can relate to the story also lah <laughs> la, you know about the <laughs> suspicion serious, of husband serious? cheating oh. is it serious or comedy or or what no, it's like, like thr- almost like thriller that, like revenge thriller kind of almost lah uh. and how many uh, episodes are there how many
0: how many episodes
1: are there like 15 or 20 or somewhere there lah each of, of them, hour, one and a half hours. At least the first two were an hour and a half each. Uh. So, I was like... So, you've
0: only seen two. Like, you've only seen two. Yeah, right? I've
1: only seen two. And then the first one I watched it, I was like, is this a movie or is it like, uh, or is it just a TV series? Because I wasn't even sure. Then I checked out and I was like, oh, shit, it's a TV series, man. Like, I have to devote a lot of time to watch this. But it's, so, but it's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting. So, yeah.
0: is there anything unique about the way the, the Korean TV shows are made that really makes it unique? You know, like, when you watch, like, yeah. uh fucking Quentin Tarantino movie, that's his style. You watch, like, Christopher Nolan, there's that style. For K-dramas, because I've never really watched a K-drama, yeah. aside from, what's that zombie one? Kingdom, yeah, which Kingdom. is fucking dope. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. like, for the more the more romantic uh kind of
1: things, is there, a, like, a certain unique style to it? I mean, I think Korean culture in general, like, like Japanese culture in the 90s, everything, there's a much more interest in Korean culture. Right, whether it's the pop culture or even just the more traditional yeah. uh, things, the traditional uh dress and, and everything and even the imperial imperial times and all that. So in general, I, I find that um there there's a bit of quirkiness about all the different things that they they showcase like in, in Korean culture. Like so so something like this one, although it's a it's a, it sounds like family drama, but it has it has the trappings of like, you know, those palace kind of dramas where there's mm. women fighting, infighting, and there's a lot of like gossiping and backstabbing going on, even within a small community. Um, so in that sense, like, and, and, and you know, we, we've all heard Gangnam Style. When the song came out, it was really mocking um, a very rich part of town, like how we talk about Bukit Timah and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, so this one also has that, has those inklings of like, you know, uh, Rich, oh. a rich person versus the poor it's person. It's like parasite also lah. like yeah, parasite. Yeah, like also a rich like. person who married a poor person, and then after that, but the poor person, you know, do this to her, that kind of thing. So 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 it's like Wah. it's got all these things about Korean culture that I think, uh, I I same as you, I've also not really stuck my teeth in K dramas at all. I I like their films mm. and all, but uh, they always struck me as like something quirky, something interesting to learn uh, You know, from from everyone and in a very entertaining Wah. way, not in a. Not in a like I'm watching a documentary kind of way. Well, but like, like uh like like the thing you said about that whole rich versus
0: poor dynamic is a brilliant way yeah for this podcast to come full circle, my friend.
1: Yes, yes it is. Yeah. Because that's what we've been talking we, about.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've been talking about and and yeah, like uh yeah, that, that was a that was an interesting one. I think we went super serious, we went super light hearted and yeah. and I got nothing much else to say, man. Just
1: keep the comments coming, everyone. We're we we're, yeah. we're reading everything. Yeah. Even though we might
0: not respond, we do read it, trust me. Okay. Yeah. Uh we do, we do. Yeah. Uh, and once every once in a while, yeah, we'll just talk about comments that that uh we feel deserve to be given a shout out. Lah. Yeah. As 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 same goes for the memes. Please keep the memes coming. <laughs> yeah,
1: please do. They're funny. They're cool, really cool.
0: Funny. All right, man. Yeah, cool. All right. See y'all, talk to y'all soon.